Friday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Again, uh, depending on where you're, well, everybody's cold this morning. Below the freezing mark, the closest to 32 is La Crosse, and they're at 31. You know, down in the Madison Sun Prairie area, you're going to have to wear your heavy underwear. It's only 23 down there right now, so if you're heading out, bundle up. 5 o'clock, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's start off with some morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Firefighters are battling a brand new wildfire in Southern California. The Ventura County Fire Department says the Maria Fire has burned around 5,000 acres since it broke out yesterday. Firefighters are working to protect homes, and about 7,500 people have been evacuated. There's no word on the cause of the fire. House Republican leadership is reacting to the Democratic resolution that was passed, which moves the impeachment process into a new phase. Speaking at the Capitol, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that this impeachment process is a sham and there was nothing compelling to impeach President Trump. So the Speaker should follow her own words on what bipartisan vote on that floor and in the sham that has been putting this country through this nightmare. That's exactly what this vote shows today. Minority Whip Steve Scalise called this a Soviet-style process that is unfair because Republicans have not been treated equally, nor have they been allowed to call witnesses. House Oversight Committee Ranking Member Jim Jordan said Democrats are trying to impeach the president based on a biased whistleblower complaint just 13 months before the 2020 election. ISIS is confirming that its leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi was killed over the weekend in a U.S. raid in Syria. In an audio message released Thursday, the terror group vowed revenge and announced it had picked a new leader. ISIS warned the U.S. to beware of vengeance against the homeland, as well as their brethren of infidels and apostates. General Motors is issuing a recall for 638,000 SUVs and trucks due to a faulty wheel speed sensor that could cause unintended braking. The recall is for Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, and Yukon models between 2015 and 2020. GM has not received any reports of accidents as a result of the sensor, but is urging all vehicle owners to visit a local dealership to have the issue resolved. And Hello Kitty, My Little Pony, and Power Rangers are coming back to McDonald's. The Happy Meal turns 40 this year, and to celebrate, the fast food chain is revisiting 17 retro toys from the past four decades. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Uh, remember all those toys? Remember when Beanie Babies were hot? You'd go into McDonald's, and they'd have actual Beanie Baby meetings where they'd get parents, uh, kids were running around the store, and the parents were trading Beanie Babies. <laughs> So I don't know if this Power Ranger type stuff is coming back in the same way, but, uh, yeah, I used to go in there and they'd have one section where there were about, uh, I don't know, 10 or 12 parents, not just moms, but there were dads in this too. And uh, they'd be trading beady babies and kids could care less. They were busy eating their burgers and drinking their milkshakes and playing in the playground over there. But uh, Power Rangers is coming back. It's called marketing, isn't it? Almost four minutes after five on a Friday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. We'll look at the weather, the markets, a lot of news, interviews, busy Friday. Brent's going to be here, too. Brent Wink on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Focus on Energy can help you grow your farm's energy efficiency this fall. Scott Schultz with Steve Craker, Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. We're getting to the end of our season that we're, we're looking for invoices for equipment that's been purchased over the year. Hot water boilers, unit heaters, 
some of the greenhouse things that are going on, thermal curtains, climate controls. We've got some good incentives on the, the boilers. They're like $1 to $3 per MBH. So okay. depending on the efficiency and the size, we're giving out probably, uh, I'd say, $300 to $1,000, depending on the size and the mm-hmm. efficiency. So lots of equipment available, lots of incentives available for upgrading that heating equipment. Where do you go to find information? Focusonenergy.com. Call 888-947-7828. Steve Craker, the Trade Ally Liaison with Focus on Energy. I'm Scott Schultz. Are you ready to update your home? Are you looking to create the space of your dreams? Rice's Capital Carpet in Marshfield is your one stop for all your flooring, paint, and window treatment needs. From updating carpeting to furnishing flooring for your home, Rice's has the top names in the industry from CoreTech, Mannington, Shaw, Benjamin Moore, Hunter Douglas, and many more. Bring your truck and trailer or have their experienced installation teams do the work for you. Rice's Capital Carpet is ready to help you with all your paint, window treatment, and flooring needs. Weather a little cooler than we should have, but... uh... I don't know. Maybe we're getting used to it. Today, 41, about a 20% chance of precipitation, so I wouldn't look for a whole lot. Tonight, about where we are right now, about 28, so it's not going to cool off a whole lot with the clouds out there. Tomorrow, high only 38, 44 on Sunday, partly cloudy. Monday, 42, and Tuesday will be a cold day. High is only going to be about 31. Right now at Green Bay, it's 26. Milwaukee, Madison, Sun Prairie at 23. In the central Wisconsin, it's 20 in Wausau, 22 in Marshfield. Medford's at 22 this morning. Stevens Point's at 18. Rice Lake at 28. In La Crosse, it's 31. And as we said, right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, we're 28 degrees. On our way to about 41 today, we'll take a look at some of our morning markets. Brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service in the Holman area and Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And if they want to go there today, let's take a look at the prices at uh, Dummer's Grain Service in Holman and Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. That new crop at corn price today at the elevator, three sixty dollars a bushel. And new crop soybeans at eight fifty-seven. Again, that's at Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in the Holman area. Those prices for today. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you got to If you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me.
When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. Now on this Friday morning at Wax, let's take a look at our markets brought to you by Dummer's uh, Grain Service. And they're, of course, in the Holman area and Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. As we wrap up the week, uh, high choice fed beef steers and heifers trading at 91 to 102 with the uh, mixed choice heifers and steers at 80 to 90. High choice fed Holstein steers 84 to 96, the choice 73 to 86. Top 20% of the cows selling 43 to 58. The bulls 57 to 78. Butcher hogs 32 to 39. The sows 20 to 38. The boars 8 to 12. Shorn and unshorn market lambs a dollar to a dollar 45. And the feeder lambs a dollar to a dollar 60. At the Mercantile Exchange this morning, we see that the uh, closing cattle prices were lower. December live cattle finished at 117.22. That's down 107. February at 122.35, down 75. April live cattle, 123.95, down 55. Feeder cattle were also lower. November closed, 147.60, down 27. January at 144.67, that's down 12. March feeder cattle, 143.37, down 40. And April at 144.62, down 30. Lean hog carcass contracts, December, $66 even. That's up 22 cents. February at 7332 uh, 73. that was up a nickel April hog 7985 up 27 and May 8577 that was up 35 board of trade again uh, not a lot of movement as the uh, traders are watching the harvest watching these weather forecasts as we look this morning December corn in the overnight trade down about a penny at 388 March corn also down a penny at 397 December oats up a fraction at 297. December wheat down a penny at 507. March soybeans up a penny at 946. And meal up 80 cents a ton at $305.20. Cheese prices were up. Barrels up a cent and a half yesterday, 228 and three quarters. The blocks up a quarter at 217 and a half. Double A butter up a quarter of a cent at 208 and a quarter. November class three down a dime, but still over $20 at 2011. December was down a penny to 1947. January down two at 1787. February unchanged at 1716. And March was up three at 1695. Looking out into 2020, those class three prices are mixed. 11 minutes after five o'clock. Hey, we got a wonderful trip we're planning. We want you to find out more about it in March. Going to Costa Rica and Panama, get into the tropical forest and see some exotic creatures. We'll cruise through the Panama Canal. We sure like you to come along. Well, we can find out more. Our next farm tour goes to Costa Rica and Panama. We'll sail right through the Panama Canal. It's time for you to find out more at some travel parties about our tour. November 6th at the Holiday Vacations Conference Center on Henry Avenue in Eau Claire at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. And the next day, November 7th, in Marshfield, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center right on South Central Avenue. Come to the free travel parties and find out about our trip to Costa Rica and Panama in March.
The weather hasn't been doing us any more favors during the harvest season. This is Scott Schultz with the Pioneer Seeds Harvest Update. And this morning I'm with Nick Schimmick, who covers the northeastern part of Wisconsin, an agronomist with Pioneer. Nick, it sure isn't doing us any more favors, and it's not getting any better where things like ear mold and stalk rot is concerned. Yeah, you know, you're spot on. I know you, we've had a challenging year all the way from spring to fall. It seems like it's continuing. Um, but one thing that we're, we're starting to see, especially with the cool and wet conditions that we've had here through through August, September, and really all the way through October, is uh, has been the presence of ear mold starting to show up, and um, a lot of that's just due to the conditions that we've been that we've been dealt um, through that grain zone period. What do we do to protect our cattle? Yep, and at, and at this time, like you said, it's not much that we can do just because we're dealing with the pressure. But what we can do is that uh, get out there and start scouting. It's the first thing that we can do as we're as we're getting ready to go into these fields. We want to be able to scout multiple areas of the field as we can, and, and really peel back. The best way is to peel back ten to twenty years, check and starting to see if you're starting to see ear mold start to form. Um, the ones that we're really concerned with, or we're seeing a lot this year, are the white and pink molds, which are usually Fusarium and Gibberella. And uh, these two ear molds are, are problematic when talking about feeding cattle and even just in the, getting in the grain stream just because they can produce uh, mycotoxins. Just the presence of them, not necessarily saying that they're going to be there or that it can't really necessarily give you the levels that are going to be in there. So we're starting to see ear molds in 10 to 15% of our years when we're peeling back those years. It's best to get out there, um, maybe prioritizing these fields for harvest because the only way to really stop these ear molds from spreading is the get them off the field and dry them down below 15%. And then if we're really concerned seeing high levels, uh, send in some samples, get in mycotoxin samples on them as well. The idea might not be to let it dry in the field if you start seeing signs, right? Yep, you're, you're spot on. Especially where we're sitting at in the year, we're not going to get some great drying conditions, and uh, they're going to continue to spread as long as that grain is grain is above 15%. So the best way is to get them off the field. Um, get them to the dryer, do some high heat, and get them down. Um, get that moisture down. That's Nick Schimmick, northeastern Wisconsin field agronomist with Pioneer Seeds, with another Pioneer Harvest update. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you, Scott, and uh, Scott will be back hopefully on Monday. He'll have uh, some of the weekend stuff done too. But uh, talked to him just a little while ago. He said he's uh, feeling pretty good, but uh, he didn't want to drive in by himself early in the morning. Still a little bit shaky. I said, well, what's different than any other day? <laughs> shaky every day. <laughs> but uh, Scott's feeling better, and that's good. So uh, he'll be back with us uh, next week. All right, some things going on. This is November 1st. We mentioned it already. Turn your clocks back Saturday night because we, we gain an hour again. But this is November 1st, and hemp licensing applications and registrations are available for the 2020 Wisconsin growing season starting today and that uh, can be done through March 1st of 2020. Wisconsin's research pilot program requires that anyone who wants to grow or process hemp obtain a license from the Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection and register your intent to grow or process in the coming season. Now, anybody who received licenses in 2018 or 2019 will not need a new license, but you will need to register if you plan to grow or process hemp again in 2020. Interesting. This year, according to folks from the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, 1,247 growers and 556 processors were licensed and registered to be active in 2019. They say... Ultimately, about 850 growers reported actually planting a crop 
totaling approximately 5,000 acres. And if you are going to apply to grow it, you must know state law requires that uh, growers and processors pass a background check with no state or federal drug convictions. So you got caught smoking doobies or something like that a few years ago, and it's still on your record. You're not going to be able to grow or process uh, hemp in Wisconsin. But again, the dates as of today, you can apply for that license to to grow or process or grow and or process. If you had one before, you just need to re-register. You don't need a new license. Also, today being November 1st, it's the deadline for registering for the Dairy Strong Conference at Monona Terrace in Madison. That will be January 22nd through the uh, 23rd, and uh, that's a big dairy conference down there. Also, the Wisconsin Meat Industry Hall of Fame looking for nominations. The deadline for that is today, November 1st. So, again, November 1st, uh, kind of an important day for a lot of things going on in agriculture around Wisconsin. As we said, Scott's uh, not with us today, but we'll uh, we'll still hear from him again because we're going to hear about uh, Farm Technology Days 2022. Yeah, he was over at uh, the rail farm here oh, a couple of weeks ago and had a chance to talk to Dennis Rail. Dennis will be the main host for the show coming up in 2022 just south of Loyal, so we'll hear about, about that and how Dennis always wanted to host that show after attending as a young man in uh, Clark County when they had it along Highway 29 here, what, 25 years ago, something like that. So we'll hear from that as well. We'll take a look at uh, some other stories in agriculture this morning having to do with uh, the hog industry, some economic outlook, not too pretty for agriculture, but uh, we'll we'll talk about it. And those TV commercials about glyphosate, apparently they're working because uh, a lot of people are filing lawsuits. So we got a lot to talk about today including finding out about Farm Technology Days 2022. That's next on Wax. 28 degrees right now. We're up to about 41 today. Today, to show you something else about Pioneer's corn and soybean product development, I'm in Johnston, Iowa. I'm walking into a large, nondescript building. But what's inside is definitely worth describing. This is the insectary. That humming is from an environmental growth chamber. Behind this last set of doors are, you guessed it, insects. Lots of them. Okay, here we go. These insects, along with research data, help pioneer breeders design corn and soybean products to better withstand insect pressure. This knowledge goes back decades and is constantly expanding for the future. The insectary. Another place that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. It is already November. This is Reba McClone at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And as I think about how fast the year has been going, I think about how fast Even this coming spring is going to be here soon, it seems like. And within that is Farm Technology Days. And so this year it's up in Eau Claire, but then we're going to be skipping a year. So, Scott, you were talking with the host for Farm Tech Days 2022. Oh, excuse me while I uh, set aside this candy bar from trick-or-treating last night, Reba. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And, yep, I caught up with... (laughs) 
the 2022 Clark County host, Dennis Rail at Rail Acres at Loyal. Dennis and his family recently were tabbed to host that 2022 Wisconsin Farm Tech show, and they're hosting the event. has been a dream for Dennis since he was a teenager when he went with his father to the 1983 show, then known as Farm Progress Days, which also was in Clark County. The rails were recently introduced to the state media as the event's host, and I asked Dennis what drove him and his family to be one of those six county operations that applied to be the host farm for 2022. That's just something we've always wanted to do. I guess I went to my first farm technology days when I was 14. Do you remember where that was? It was in Clare County. That was the only way I could get out of school (laughs) or get there because it was that close. So now we we just kept thinking about it and uh, we thought it was something that we should try. You have quite an operation, you're the farm side of it, and your uncle and aunt and cousins have the rustic barn side of things. That's where we're standing doing this interview out of the rain right now. It's, it's kind of a nice setup, it seems. We, we're trying to showcase something a little bit different at Farm Tech Days. Um, you know, what do you do with these old barns? You know, with technology changing, what happens to the old barns? So um, here at Rustic Occasions, it it turned into an event barn. Um, I used to milk cows here, and uh, we cleaned out the top, and uh, it was for Doug and Kim's daughter's wedding was their first event. And uh, and away we went with that. And on my farm, uh, we're using our, our old barn as the milking barn. I don't have a milking parlor, I have the milking barn, so we still run the cows in and milk two shifts every milking every day. A couple of shifts, and that isn't 20, 20 cows at a time, is it? No, it's, it's actually about two and a half shifts, and uh, there's 114 stalls. So we put in 114 cows, we milk them, kick them out, and do it over and over. Tell me about your herd. It's uh, got some registered critters in it. Yeah, um, we've had a lot of registered, everything is registered in it. Um, we've kept the registrations up on, on every animal on in the farm. And, uh, you know, we, we still do a lot of showing around the area. Um, we used to do a lot more showing than we do currently, but the kids are, are getting to the age where they're starting to get interested in it. So we'll, we'll get around to a few more shows. Tell me about the history of the barn, of your farm. Uh, how things got started up, up there? Well, um, actually, mom and dad bought the farm back in 1968. And, and your mom and dad are? Uh, Lowell and Valora Rail. And uh, I'm actually, the farm is actually part of my mom's old home farm where she grew up. And dad actually grew up a quarter mile away. So they met and uh, got married, and, and then they bought the farm. And uh, I went to college after high school, and uh, back in uh, 1991, I came back to the farm, and and I farmed with Dad for a number of years, and then in uh, 2005, I took the farm over. Has it always been pretty much since 68 dairy only? Did you ever have anything else on the farm? It wasn't allowed. (laughs) We We had a horse one time, and that didn't last very long. Now, you're kind of in a prime location in the state, for Farm Tech Days, and Clark County kind of has a history of, and Wood County, and Eau Claire County, uh, getting good turnouts. Why do you think that is? 
I just think it's easy to get to. Um, when we applied for this, we uh, looked our location over, and we thought, boy, this would be really easy to get to. You know, we're off of Highway 29 just a little bit. We're off of Highway 10 just a little bit. Um, we're in the center of the state, you know. I mean, and what's going to be unique about ours this year is where Tent City is. We're going to go across the road is going to be all the field demonstrations. So the field demonstrations will be seen from Tent City. Tell me about... Uh speaking of fields the crops that you have here um we primarily grow a lot of corn and a lot of alfalfa we do some wheat and some soybeans how are the neighbors taking it this is quite a project a neighborhood project when it gets down to it <laughs> well i haven't asked <laughs> i guess that's a simple answer you don't ask don't tell right <laughs> that's right they'll be fine though won't they <laughs> yeah they'll be fine everybody's really happy for us i mean i've I've talked to a lot of neighbors, and they're like, wow, that's just going to be great. What's the future of the farm? Uh, you're, you're getting towards uh, one of those golden numbers. I'm not that old. Come on now. <laughs> you're heading towards 50, aren't you? I'm over 50. I'm actually 50 right now. Um, as far as the history goes, I, I guess uh, we plan on staying right where we're at. Uh, we'll see what happens with the kids, you know, see if they want to take it over and and we'll go from there. You know, I guess we don't have any set plans on this is where what direction the, the farm's going to go. And in two years, what kind of cool things are they going to come into that barn or walk around the farm and see? I guess we're, we're still working on that. That's kind of a work in progress. Um, we don't know. We might do some uh, tiling down by the highway so that everybody can see what that's about. Um, you know, of course, we've got to get permits and everything for that yet. Um, there might be some maple syrup, uh, tapping trees and stuff like that to give people a little more uh, education on that. Um, and, yeah, they can come up to the barn. And I don't know, we're kind of kicking around an idea of maybe letting people feed calves. Everybody should want to feed calves, right? <laughs> well, I think it's a great opportunity for everybody to feed calves if they want to. <laughs> the tiling is kind of interesting to me because it strikes me that not too far from here, I don't know if you're aware of this, that I did a story a few years back about uh, the, one of the first tiling projects in this region was kind of right across the hill at, at the Koski farm. Okay. So it probably had some tiling in for a while here too then. Yeah, we've, we've tiled some, uh, not a whole lot. We do a lot of waterways, a lot of conservation stuff. Talk about that a little bit more. That's kind of a need here you 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 have land of all different sorts right here yeah um well it is kind of diverse it's it it actually is a, a wonderful uh spot to grow crops it's you uh we don't have the big rolling hills you know the big ones where it really washes but it still washes enough where where we have to do some conservation practices and again that's dennis rail his family dennis and Susie, will be hosting Farm Technology Days in 2022 in July, and uh, I know one person's looking forward to that, Kristen Smith. Remember Kristen who used to be with us? That's her family farm. Dennis is her brother. So, uh, again, lots of uh, lots of close ties to 22, 2022 Farm Technology Days on the rail farm over just south of Loyal. Should be a really good show. Looking forward to the next two shows being really great 
July this coming year here in Eau Claire out at uh, Huntsinger Farm, Silver Springs Gardens, and then no show in 2021, but back to good shows again in 2022 over in Clark County. Should be a good times. 28 minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax. Hey, speaking of good times, our next farm tour goes to Costa Rica and Panama. We'll sail right through the Panama Canal. It's time for you to find out more at some travel parties about our tour. November 6th at the Holiday Vacations Conference Center on Henry Avenue in Eau Claire at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. And the next day, November 7th in Marshfield, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center right on South Central Avenue. Come to the free travel parties and find out about our trip to Costa Rica and Panama in March. Try the new Chipotle chicken scrambled egg and avocado breakfast wrap at Panera and pair it with freshly ground and brewed coffee. Breakfast that's fast, not fast food. Panera, food as it should be. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Time to throw the bird seed. Watch out for the seagulls. Okay. United Healthcare helps connect you to care whenever you need it. Like video chatting with a doctor right from your phone. So I don't need stitches? No, just put some antibiotic cream on it. Great. Thank you, doctor. United Healthcare. Health plan benefits may vary. 29 minutes after 5 o'clock, and as we said, Scott's still under the weather, but always here, always dependable, always ready to go. Morgan in the newsroom. Good morning, Madeira. That's the same way it looks from this vantage point as well. I'm doing well. How are you, Bob? Good, good, good. Did you get a sore shoulder from handing out candy? No, but uh, I don't know if you heard me telling the folks on TV about the one guy that came, the one kid that came to my door last night. No, I didn't catch that. What? It was a little guy. He's about, oh, I don't know, 10, 12 years old. Kind of a little squatty kid, you know. Uh uh But I opened the door, and there he was. He was dressed in a, a pink tuxedo. Okay. And he had a big top hat on, and he had a cane, and I opened the door, and he says, Good evening, sir. Welcome to the greatest show on earth. Oh, I love it. He didn't say trick or treat, and he held out his back. Like I uh, said to those guys on TV, I said, uh, if he'd have been about the last one, I'd have dumped the whole thing in his bag. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, the kid was creative, but he said, welcome to the greatest show on <laughs> Might have been from the greatest showman, that that's movie. Right, yeah, that's right. very He's nice. Got a future someplace in show business. Or but, a big bag of candy yeah, to work his way through right. this weekend, yeah. He might have, that's for sure. Hey, what's going on around the area? Well, we'll start locally in the 715. I'm not sure I can top the greatest show on earth, but we'll start in the courtrooms, and that takes us to Menominee. Good morning. Well, here's what we know today. A jury in Menominee should start their work in deciding the fate of a young young woman charged with killing her ex-boyfriend by the end of the day. Closing arguments are set to begin this morning in Ezra McCandless's trial. Police say she stabbed her ex, Alexander Woodworth, 16 times. McCandless says she killed him in self-defense. From there, we go to Barron, where we should get some more details soon on a stabbing that sent two people to the hospital and one person to jail. Barron police say they plan to release more information today about what happened in Anderson Park yesterday. Investigators simply say that two people were hurt in a stabbing. One person is in custody, and there's no word on injuries or a motive in that case. On our state political scene, Western Wisconsin's Democratic congressman says impeachment should be a last resort, but he's open to the idea. Familiar name to our area, Congressman Ron Kine, yesterday voted for rules that will decide the impeachment process in Congress. Now, he says he wants to see where the evidence against President Trump goes. Kind has been less than enthusiastic about impeachment than other Wisconsin Democrats, in part because President Trump won his district back in 2016. 
Here in Eau Claire, the city of Clearwater is looking to use a $10 million safe drinking water loan to pay for the next round of improvements to the water treatment plant. Utility managers say they need to upgrade some of the pieces that help filter out from drinking water. Work on that project should start in a couple of weeks. And a lot of people going through those candy bags, but if you make a trip to a restaurant in Thailand, they have a bigger prize and a bigger plate for anybody that can challenge this burger in nine minutes or less. We're going to let Brian Shook shake out those details. The catch? The burger patty weighs 13 pounds and is covered in onion rings, bacon, and mayo. It's a 10,000-calorie meal. Chris Steaks and Burgers owner said he came up with the idea after three of his customers were able to finish it in that time. Since then, it's become a trend on YouTube for people to film themselves trying to eat the meal. If you're interested, the burger costs more than $80. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. Not a challenge I think I could accept. Oh, my goodness. 13 pounds. I, compl- I was just complaining yesterday that I don't. I love burgers, but I don't like to go to the restaurants anymore because they're half a pound or a third of a pound. That's more than I can eat. Yeah, you got to cut it up and take it for yeah, meals I extending. I, I yeah. just want to sit there and eat it. If I want to make one at home, I'll make a new one at home. I don't want to take one with me. Well, then you're going to save some pounds. money on a. Yeah, you're going to save some money on a flight too. You know, yeah, to make other sure. days. Unbelievable. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Oh, thank you, Bob. All right. Morgan McCarthy, you want to give us your send-off? Oh, it sounds like you're asking me to. I can do that. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. I love that. All right. Have a good weekend. (laughs) You too, Bob. All right. That's Morgan McCarthy, and we've got uh, Tucker Carlson next. He's going to check our weather for us right here on Wax. Well, that's a beauty. Sure is going to taste good. Where are you going to take it? Smith Brothers Meats in Colby. Suppose we're going to have to cut it up. Smith Brothers Meats takes the whole deer. Do they do sausage? Of course they sausage. All cuts, roasts, sticks, snacks, sausage, everything. That'd sure make this easy. Smith Brothers Meats in Colby, huh? Smith Brothers Meats. That's where I'm taking this deer. From skinning, cutting, to wrapping, Smith Brothers Meats in Colby takes your whole deer. Yeah, if you're going to be hunting this weekend, do that carefully. If you're going to be harvesting this weekend, do that carefully. If you're going to be driving, do that carefully. I don't think we'll have much problem getting around doing things. Let's find out. Latham Seeds bringing us our weather with Tucker Antico over at Skywarn 13. Good morning, Tucker. (laughs) I don't know where that rascal hides all the time, but uh, we'll we'll try and find uh, Tucker. But in the meantime, we... Are you there, Tucker, my boy? Hey, there, just me. There you are. All right. I thought we had to send a search party out for you again. <laughs> had to jog over. <laughs> oh, man. Jog faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, not a bad morning for a jog, actually. The weather is a little cooler than we're used to right now, but still not much precipitation in the forecast, so it should be good to get some things done. Just wear an extra sweatshirt or something, huh? Yeah, you're completely right. And, and you know, actually, we're starting about uh, 8 degrees higher than we did at this time last morning, so... Um, really a bit more mild to kick things off. Now, we are still sitting below where we should be this time of year at 30 degrees, but it's uh, it's not as bad as it has been recently. And we'll see those temperatures make their way up into the upper 30s today. There will be chances for some flurries or some very light rain, but uh, that won't really change up your day too much. There'll be pretty um, far and few, bet- or few and far between showers and no accumulation is expected. Now, we look at the rest of the weekend. Temperatures will be in the mid-30s on Saturday. And the low to uh, mid-40s on Sunday, so a bit warmer, but clouds will still be abundant both days. Monday, there's a chance for a few light rain or snow showers and temperatures dropping out of the 40s and into the lower 20s by Tuesday morning. Now, Tuesday starts a stretch of some what looks to be 
Very cold weather. High temperatures will be in the low 30s Tuesday and Wednesday. And by the time we get to Thursday, we could see high temperatures in the upper 20s. So becoming even colder next week. And uh, again, our averages still should be around 50 or at least in the upper 40s getting into next week. So that gives you an idea of how much cooler than average we're running in. This looks to continue at least into the end of next week, and we'll see how much further we go uh, once we approach those dates. Anyway, it's currently 30 degrees in Eau Claire. I'm Skywin 13 meteorologist Tucker Antico. Hey, thanks, Tucker. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. There you go. That's Tucker. 30 degrees right now, as we said. The Weather on Wax brought to you by Latham Seeds. You need corn hybrids with genetics and traits bred and tested in local conditions. I'm Shannon Latham. That's what you get from family-owned, proudly independent Latham High Tech Seeds. Numbers developed for your fields. Like these VT Double Pro Rib Hybrids, a first winner, LH3695 is a showy plant with early vigor. LH4454, also a first winner with great grain quality. And five-time first test winner, LH5245 is a proven performer. Pick the best field-by-field at LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Looking for farm inputs in the central Wisconsin Marshfield area, then Marshfield Ag Services for you. Matt Potosnik is with us now from Marshfield Ag Service. And uh, Matt, tell us about uh, your organization over there in central Wisconsin. What kind of products and services and territory do you cover for our farmers in that part of the area? We are located on the north side of Marshfield. Marshfield Ag Service was started in 2010. So we've been in business about 10 years now, and we are a full-service ag uh, supply company. Seed, crop protection, fertilizer, consulting, uh, nutrient management, planning, you name it. We do it all. And how big an area will you cover when the farmers call you? How far will you go to service them? We Right now we cover pretty much all central Wisconsin. Our farthest accounts right now are by Stanley over to Wausau and as far south as uh, Stevens Point. Matt, tell us about your relationship with Alpharex alfalfa varieties. Uh, how long have you been working with them, and what's been the reaction from farmers that have planted Alpharex over the past few years? Well, Bob, I've been with Marshall Egg now almost two years. We were a Alpharex dealer when, when we first started, so we've been with them the whole time. When the Hijust 360 line came out, that is by far our biggest seller. With yield and quality second to none, everybody we've started on Hijust 360 hasn't gone back. So they've been they've been very happy with the with the quality and the yield on the on the 360 line. Alpharex also offers numerous conventional lines, but 
Hydra 360 by far has been our, our focus. And you got plenty of seed to meet farmers' needs for 2020. Yes, uh, seed supply is in the seed supply in the alfalfa industry as a whole has been excellent the last few years. So, no no worries there. That's great to hear. Matt Potosnik with us from Marshfield Ag Service for your farm input needs and your Alpha Rex Alfalfa Marshfield Ag Service on the north side of Marshfield. I knew it would change sometime, but I didn't know when. Our special Rick Moore new Ford F-150 truck lease has gone up from $199 a month to $209 a month. It's still the best lease within 1,300 miles. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. And I'm Kina. Now until December 31st, or until they are all gone, you can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 XLT truck for just $209 a month. 10% down plus tax title license, 24-month lease, 10,500 miles per year. Zero security deposit, plus you get a lifetime powertrain warranty. Because the lease went up from $199 to $209 a month, we're going to give you your choice of a free spray and bed liner. Or a tunnel cover, but this is only good until they're gone. This new Ford F-150 XLT truck lease for only $209 a month expires December 31st, 2019. We are across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93, Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, where you can't buy the wrong vehicle. And you can't pay too much. Well, let's get with it on a Friday. We've got markets to get to, and we do that by going, first of all, to the Equity L Tuna Barn to find out what happened at yesterday's sale. And here's Mark Coger to tell us. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from 90 to 96. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 90 to 97. We topped at 98.75. Choice Holstein steers, 82 to 90. With your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down. 20% of slaughter cows. Here on Thursday, selling on a stronger tone, selling from 50 to 57. We topped at 59. 60% of cows selling from 32 to 50. The 20% of cows selling 32 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Thursday selling from 60 to 75. We topped at 77. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday, selling from 20 to $70 per head. The light and poor quality calves selling $20 per head and down. And the fancy beef calves selling from $50 to $150 per head. Quick reminder, next special future sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, November the 8th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Colgers from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. All right, Mark, you have a great day, too. Let's continue with markets from the Equity Stratford sale barn. We've got about 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. Jerry Fitzgerald up and at him. Morning, Jerry. Got any candy left? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, yeah, we do. Got some left. So uh, uh, I guess the neighbors want to stop in this morning. There's some candy bars and stuff left here. So, you know, we got a tough. <laughs> you got to clean that up, you know. I guess so. Well, hopefully the uh, the mafia won't hit you too hard. Hey, wrap up the week for us over there at Stratford. What's been going on? All right, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start out with the market call auction. Uh, leveled off this week after the extreme drop that we experienced last week, but these uh, still a tough sell in the cow market. These higher-yielding, fleshier-type cows, they are selling mostly from 44 to 54. We had an extreme top in the cow market yesterday at 59, but again, not a lot of cows over 50. Just these uh, hard-fed TMR-type cows with good yields. Most of the cows on yesterday's auction, your average cutter dairy cows, selling from 30 to 44. The plainer cows are $30 and below. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls are mostly from 63 to 78. We did top.
top at 80. That was on a very fancy black Angus beef bowl. Lighter weight bowls, 55 and below. On the fat cattle trade on the close, choice grading Holstein steers from 80 to 93 and a half. Select underfinished grading cattle, 77 and down. Now on the calf market, the replacement Holstein bull calves, uh, better quality bull calves yesterday, weighing 85 to 120 pounds, selling mostly from 40 to 95. And again, on Monday's auction, uh, Monday continues to see uh, be the best day for these bull calves. We did see uh, uh, the better quality bull calves on Monday sell from 100 to a top of 125. Heifer calves, very limited demand, $30 and below. Beef calves, in decent demand, selling from 140 to 235. Uh, we did top at 265 on those beef calves. Just want to take a look at our sales schedule for next week. A busy week coming up next week. Of course, Monday auction uh, featuring market cattle, fat cattle, and calves. That's a Monday sale uh, next week, uh, November 4th. Our next dairy sale and hay sale will be next Tuesday, November 5th. And we've got a very nice lineup of cattle for, the, for that dairy auction next week. Uh, several consignments of Holstein cows, some recently fresh, some are shortbred, mid-lactation cows. We also have some Jersey cows for that sale, along with the Holsteins. Also have springing Holstein heifers, several consignments of open heifers, and, again, a good selection of cattle. So if you folks are looking for milking cows, uh, springing heifers, open heifers, shortbread heifers, all that next Tuesday here in Stratford Dairy Sale does start at 11 o'clock. And don't forget, next uh, Wednesday will our, be our next bread beef, cow, bread, bread beef cow sale, and we do have a lot of bread beef cows already consigned to that uh, sale. We do have a, a feature consignment, probably will be 20 head of black Angus cows bred to a black Angus bull. We do have several other black and black white-faced cows consigned, preferred. So all breeds are going to be representative next week, and we also have breeding bulls on that sale. Again, that will be next Wednesday. So all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and our phone number is 715-687-4101. Bob, that's what we have for uh, you on Friday morning, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. Where's uh, where are the Badgers playing this week? They're home. They don't play at all. They're off, getting ready for Iowa next week. Oh, all right. Well, they probably need to regroup a little bit. Yeah, the last they couple certainly weeks do. Not... <laughs> well, uh, no football game for you this weekend. You're just going to take the weekend off? No, well, well, we'll watch the Packers play the Chargers uh, from out in Los Angeles. But other than that, yeah, kind of a lay-low weekend. We'll get her done. You have a we good need one. Some now. of them, and also, and then still a lot of, a lot of beans to get off yet. And I don't know of anybody, too many people doing corn yet. But it's uh, well, if we can keep the moisture away, it'd be nice. It's warmed up a little bit, though. Well, you got to get these fields. The fields are so soft. A little bit of this frost allows some of that equipment to go across those fields too. So we gotta, we gotta have a little help from Mother Nature some way or another. Hey, you have a good weekend, Bob. You also, and uh, hopefully Scott will be back on duty Monday, and we'll be talking to you guys then. Very good. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford sale bar. About 14 minutes before 6 o'clock, lots going on, including, hey, next week, take a day off and come on in and find out about our trips. Our next farm tour goes to Costa Rica and Panama. We'll sail right through the Panama Canal, and it's time for you to find out more at some travel parties about our tour. November 6th at the Holiday Vacations Conference Center on Henry Avenue in Eau Claire at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m., and the next day, November 7th, in Marshfield, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center right on South Central Avenue. Come to the free travel parties and find out about our trip to Costa Rica and Panama in March. Micon Cinemas is your locally owned family theaters. Here's what's playing now. Countdown. Terminator Dark Fate. Maleficent Mistress of Evil. 
The Addams Family, Zombieland Double Tap, Joker, Abominable, and Judy. For theaters and showtimes, find them online at myconcinemas.com. Experience movies the way they were meant to be at myconcinemas. This tailgate season, dip into mouth-watering flavors of Top the Tater brand dips, like Classic Ranch and Nacho Cheese. Find Top the Tater brand dips in the refrigerated section of your grocery store. Top the Tater, strange name, delicious tip. Wrapping up the rest of our markets before we talk to Brent Wink this morning. On the Board of Trade, December corn this morning about a penny lower at 388. March corn down a cent at 397. The oats for December up a fraction of 297. December wheat down one at 507. March soybeans this morning a penny higher at 946. And December meal up 80 cents a ton at 305.20. Country elevator prices check in the DTN screen this morning. Golden Plump corn's 358. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. The corn's 346. The beans at 854. Osseo corn 353. Beans at 854. Stevens Point has the corn at 366. Soybeans 838 out at Elk Mound. Soybeans at 859. Down at Sparta, the corn's 353. Beans 856. Ellsworth 338 and 854 at the ethanol plants. Boyceville corn is 358. Stanley 365. The New Richmond grain facility at 358. Barrel cheese up a cent and a half, 228 and three quarters. The blocks up a quarter at 217 and a half. Double A butter up a quarter at 208 and a quarter. November class three down a dime, but still over $20 at 2011. December down one at 1947. January down two at 1787. February unchanged 1716. March up three at 1695. And uh, that's a look at our market information. We got Brent. We'll talk to him coming up on Wax. Premier Livestock at Withy is having a special dairy cattle auction on Wednesday, November 6th at 11 a.m. with three excellent quality complete herd dispersals. Dispersal number one, 37 top quality Holstein dairy cows, tie stall 90 pound tank average, 110 somatic. Dispersal number two, 90 Holstein dairy cows, many milking more than 100 pounds, SCC of 185 AI bred and sired through ABS and select sires. Sand bedding free stall, full vaccination program. Her dispersal number three, 15 high quality deep pedigreed registered Holstein dairy cows. 71 pound tank average, SCC 58. Tie stall outside and graze daily. AI for more than 60 years. Call Premier Livestock at 715 229 2500 that's 715-229-2500 and check out their website premierlivestockandauctions.com see you on wednesday november 6th at 11 a.m for the special dairy cattle auction and we're going to talk to brent wick here in just a moment but some of our farm news a whole lot of farm groups hailing a new farm workforce modernization act introduced in the house this week the bill has many sponsors from both sides of the aisle getting a lot of support from both livestock and cropping organizations the bill has three main parts, including giving earned status to certified agricultural workers, improving the H-2A guest worker program to provide year-round status to workers, which we dearly need in dairy, and also provide mandatory e-verify for growers. Apparently, those TV commercials that ask people who think they have contracted illnesses because they use glyphosate herbicides to contact lawyers to file lawsuits working. As of September, 42,700 have filed suits against bears seeking damages. That's double the amount of court cases over the issue just since July. So in two months, doubled. 
Bayer is going to apparently try and buy themselves out of those lawsuits by putting up eight to twelve billion dollars to settle all claims. Some say it'll take about uh, twenty billion. And the president of the World Organization for Animal Health had an ominous message for members and the world yesterday. Dr. Mark Ship, who's a veterinarian, the chief veterinary officer in Australia, said the world could lose a quarter of the hog population because of the recent outbreaks of African swine fever, mainly in China, and it's not reached the United States, and it uh, does not transfer over to humans. So no worries there. Once again, we've got about uh, 30 degrees right now, a cool morning. Friday morning, it's time for our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. Brent's here. Countryside Cooperative. Creative solutions. Exceptional value. Wisconsin winter isn't always a wonderland. It brings chilly temperatures, snow, sleet, and other challenges for cattle. Help them overcome winter stress with wind and rainstorm all-season cattle mineral feed from Purina at your local countryside cooperative. It's a comprehensive line of beef cattle minerals designed to address the mineral deficiencies of the available forage in a palatable, weather-resistant, granular formula. You can get Purina's wind and rainstorm all-season cattle mineral feed in large particle size and special. Don't wait for the snow to hit the ground. Give your cattle balanced nutrition and energy to better help tolerate the cold weather. Make sure to get started by calling or stopping into your local countryside cooperative located in Milltown, New Richmond, Ellsworth, Durand, Osseo, and Wamandy. Brent Wink is with us on this Friday morning on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update program. Well, we got some work done this week. A little cool, but uh, got some done. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice to see that Mother Nature can kind of turn the switch a little bit and leave us without any rain, snow, different things for a bit. But, boy, I look down southern Wisconsin, it looks like they got a little different story down around Madison. They got white. Three yeah, or four inches. Going to stick around for a little bit when it's only 23 degrees. Yeah, that's good for them. Keep, keep Yes, for once it missed our area and keep it down south a little bit. But, yeah, we did get a little harvest uh, done. A lot of areas, uh, hearing a lot of reports of soybeans kind of getting near the end or a lot of people that have finished soybeans. But I'm um, going to just recap one of the plots and a kind of a few things. You know, I know the market, everyone's kind of anxious to see what the market does. And I had an opportunity, I was talking with a large grower down around Waterloo, Iowa, and he was telling me, uh, you know, typical soybean yields for them, they're just in the heart of, of beautiful, beautiful farm country. A normal year, they'll have 75 to maybe 80 bushel soybeans, and they're saying that they're only bringing in maybe about 60 to mid-60 bushel top. So they're off the mark there. And then said they got into corn and the corn is about 35 to 40 bushel off the mark. And I remember uh, back in July coming through that area and just seeing just a, a lot of differences of what you're seeing uh, throughout the year. So you start getting some of those large areas or those large grain-producing areas being off the mark on yield like that. That, I think, is going to have an effect on the market, but we'll see what uh, what happens when the numbers come in. But a little closer to home, we had uh, a soybean plot over by Osceola that came off, and boy, just a wide range of things uh, going on here in these plots. If the varieties got white mold, which it does seem like there's a little higher incidence of that with some varieties, those can be off the mark, but 
the top three varieties over there, Cropland R2C 0957s, that's a, a 0.9 soybean that topped the plot at 59 bushel. Uh, NK had uh, SO9 D4Xs at 57 bushel and Asgrow 14X8s at 56 bushel. The plot average was 48, and uh, the lowest yielding variety really got decimated with white mold, and that came in at 31 bushels. So you can see almost a 30 bushel spread uh, just with some some varieties if the disease and white mold and different things affecting it. So kind of a, uh, what we're hearing as well out in the country. So I overall, though, it seems like soybean yields are, are coming in uh, Pretty decent. I, I think we're going to be certainly off our our averages and our highs, but uh, I'm hearing some pretty respectable yields. Then starting to get some growers that are are moving into corn. Um, I know corn harvest. We're going to see the exact same things, at least from a moisture standpoint. I had a grower telling me over in St. Croix County they were finding some of their early planted corn that was down around 21 or 22 percent moisture already. And then I had some growers around Fall Creek. Uh, area that had finished up soybeans and got into some corn, and they had corn running in 28 to 31 percent moisture yet. So it certainly is going to be uh, uh, a year where some people are going to have to really get to know the gas man. Oh, and I guess so. Pay a little extra. And that, the other thing against us was just these outside air temperatures. Uh, it's just going to take a lot more gas to kind of heat that corn up and get it drying. So if you could make it uh, turn back to 50 degrees, we'd really appreciate it, Bob. You can... Oh, it's going to be a while. It's Tuesday. The high is only going to be 31. I see that, and I saw a single digit for a low next week. I forget which day. I saw a single digit oh, of man. 9 degrees. So... Oh, not good. No, we we need it to warm up. So oh, Yeah, there was something said about freeze drying, but uh, <laughs> not for corn. I think just for coffee, yeah, not, that's not exactly corn. Exactly right. Yeah. All right, Brent, we appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you have a good weekend. There he goes, Brent Wink, on a Friday morning, as always, on our Countryside Co-op Crop Information Update Program. 30 degrees right now, looking for 41 today and Saturday, about 38. Enjoy the weekend. Hey, oh, things coming up real quick. If you want uh, Ludafisk and uh, meatball dinner. Coming up tomorrow at our Savior's Lutheran Church in Campia. That's uh, just outside of Rice Lake, about six miles east of Rice Lake on 48. Call them to find out the time, though. They didn't send us the time of when that's going to happen. And uh, don't forget, Chippewa County Farmers Union annual meeting is going to be tomorrow at the Getz Town Hall in Kadat. So, uh, again, if you're a member of the uh, Farmers Union in Chippewa County, and I'm looking for the time on that. They didn't send me the time on that either. Hey, folks, when you send me stuff, let me know when your meetings are. Enjoy the weekend. More Farm Mutuals rely on Grinnell Re to protect their assets so they can protect their policyholders. In fact, Grinnell Re is the leading reinsurer of Farm Mutuals in the U.S., providing the financial stability they expect with an A rating from AM Best to back it up. So why trust anyone but the leader? Rely on a partner that protects more Farm Mutuals than any other. Reconsider your reinsurer. Visit GrinnellRE.com today. Grinnell Re is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. 
Our next farm tour goes to Costa Rica and Panama. We'll sail right through the Panama Canal, and it's time for you to find out more at some travel parties about our tour. November 6th at the Holiday Vacations Conference Center on Henry Avenue in Eau Claire at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m., and the next day, November 7th, in Marshfield, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center right on South Central Avenue. Come to the free travel parties and find out about our trip to Costa Rica and Panama in March. Wax 104.1 